This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Odyssey in Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! of the High Hopes podcast presented by Miller Lite. Celebrate responsibly, official partner of the Philadelphia Phillies and Jack Fritz. It was Miller time to fire Joe Girardi. And who knew it was Miller time to hire Rob Thompson, statistically the greatest manager in Philadelphia Phillies history up until this point, Jack. I mean, I like... I de- so we weren't even planning on recording today. We were like, "Oh, it's an off day tomorrow. We'll record tomorrow." You know, yeah, it'll you know we'll see what happens. But but then of course, like what a game! Like the Harper Grand Slam, and then you think they lost it with Knable, and then of all people, like Jack, I just wanted Bryson Stott to work a walk. I was like, "Get!" I was three zero, and then it's three two, and I'm like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" I just wanted to get a walk, give Schwarber a chance. And then boom, and the kid in the freaking stands. We all know that if this is the run, that kid is going to be like shown 10 million times with the tears and the celebration. It was a magical weekend, man. Like who knows if it was just firing the manager or is that freaking symbol, but they look like a totally different baseball team. Just an amazingly awesome weekend. Like the best weekend of the year by far, Jack. Yeah, and, and, and capped off with today, buddy. Like... Like I don't, I don't mean this lightly. Oh, can't wait! It was one of the best sports moments of my life. Like it, re- <laughs> like it really was, dude. Oh man! I know it's been a long decade, man. Yeah, I, they've beaten you down real bad. I we are down so bad as a fan base, but I, it was, man. Uh, I honestly, they lose that game a week ago. Uh, they lose that game. I mean, we've seen them lose that specific game multiple times this season, like literally. For most of my adult life, the Phillies <laughs> lose that game. Um, and I just uh, – it was so funny too because the, the, the game's going on. The, the, the Gibson fourth inning is a disaster. Um, and it's like they hit a couple balls. Like Schwarber hit one that should have been a home run that didn't go out. Hoskins hit one. Harper hit one earlier, I think. Um, and it's like, okay, today's just not the Phillies day. Like today's just not their day, whatever, move on. I'm still happy they took two or three, but there was this little bit in the back of my head that was still like, man, this kind of feels like the same old fills. And just like Bryce hitting that home run. Um, and, and just sending us all into a state of euphoria. Um, and then to go down classic because, you know, Knable couldn't just get out Kirk, Kirk Suzuki in the bottom of the of the Angels lineup. But it, it felt like they're about to waste another Harper, like, heroic moment that we can, like, tell our grandkids about. Um, but th- th- then to do what they did in the ninth, it's like, you know, th- they're just they're, – there has a different feel around it. It feels like there's been this kind of weight lifted off of their shoulders – I we I think we all understand that there's more James than just uh, firing the manager and they're gonna all of a sudden go on a like a super super deep run into the playoffs. Like a manager can also only do so much, but at the same time, like I just think that 
he was such a drain um, on a lot of things, whether it was playing the young guys, his his nonchalant attitude, his like corpse like demeanor in the dugout. I mean, they played like a team that was just happy to have a fresh start this week. I know, Jack, it really like honestly, and again, we'll see how it, it how it extends throughout the rest of the season. And we talked about it before with the idea of when we wanted him fired that it does happen in baseball where sometimes you see these teams that make these moves in season and it does give them a, a burst. Obviously, you know, the Jack McKeon Marlins the the most classic example of that going on to win the World Series. But you know, we do see it, you know, uh, the the dude who's the, the Cardinals manager now, Schilt, he came in and basically got the job by having a big run after getting, you know, an interim job. So uh, you know, we see it happen. It can give a team a boost, but I don't ever remember such a quick, you know, and again, it has to extend to really, really hold, but such a quick, such a dramatic, like where it was again, Jack, it looked like it looked like the team we saw play baseball this weekend is a team we haven't seen all season. Like they felt like a normal, good baseball team. You know, we saw different versions of it. They jumped all over them on Friday night and just whoop their asses, you know, and, and it's clearly freeing game for all of them with, you know, Moniak and Stott and all the young guys in the lineup and, and the, you know, just onslaught. And then the next night they, they get up early and, and have a, you know, a nice game, a, a nice, you know, the bullpen holds up. They add a, some insurance runs. And then today a, a magical come from behind, especially a game where you're, you're down for so long, you know, it's one thing where you're kind of always fighting back, but this, they were just down, down five, two for a while, five, nothing for a while, then five, two. And then it's all of a sudden and six, two, and then all of a sudden it's a tie game. And then, you know, obviously going to win it. It just, it felt like a completely different team, Jack. I, I just, I, I I understand that that they got rid of Girardi and that really does make a difference from all the reasons we talked about, but it was shocking to see it be so, just such a big difference <laughs> this quickly. And it does give me hope, you know? Who knows? You know, it's early and the Angels, again, have now lost 11 straight. So, you know, they're not playing the best baseball, but... Um, I don't know, Jack. I, I come out of this weekend feeling as hopeful about the team as I have since the start of the season. I come out of this weekend feeling like uh, we're about to have a summer, man. Like, I really do. <laughs> I, I feel like we're about to have a freaking summer. And um, I, I like legit, I tweeted a couple times, but, like, season starts now. I mean, I understand they're starting the season. I, to me, James – this is opening weekend. I don't know how to explain to explain it. Like this is this is opening weekend. The first uh, two months of the season did not happen. It the season starts now, and they are four games under five hundred to start the season, which is a little weird. Most teams traditionally <laughs> tough don't start. have to go. Yeah, I also mean, listen, also they, double digits back in the division yeah. is a tough way to start the season. Yeah, but. whatever. I don't care about the division anymore. Like yeah. I, I'm pretty much sold on let's let's make a run this wild card. Yeah, um, the Mets really, just keep winning. So it's like, what's the point? Yeah, the damn Dodgers. What a bunch of frauds. Uh, I watched um, that game, too. It was it was just brutal. Brutal. Dave Roberts doesn't know the uh, rules of the sport, which seems like a problem. Yeah. But, but you um, know, whatever. Who cares about those teams? Well, we listen. Got, and, we got and, our own team. Uh, it, we do. And the thing with the Mets is, like, it, it, the day they lead this division wire to wire would be a shocking day to me. That's all yeah. I'll say. To, um, not just you. I think pretty much anyone who's watched the Mets play baseball for the last 30 years, you know? 
Yeah, except for what, 2015? Yeah. Their their cute little run. Um, But, you know, the the influence of the young talent on this team, I think, has meant a a good amount. Um, You know, it was so... (laughs) I tweeted this last night, like... 250 plus games of Joe Girardi and he didn't realize that, Hey, maybe playing young kids and, and seeing what they can do. And maybe if they can add a little spark to a team that has looked generally dead for, for most of the time that we've done this podcast, maybe they can add a little bit of, uh, of things to this team rather than, Hey, let's just play Didi every day and Ronald Torres and O'Double And, you know, let's, let's, let's see what the kids can, can, can kind of do here for a little bit. So, um, uh, James, I feel like we've done the whole this feels different thing. I don't know a million times, a zillion, um, a zillion. but it, but it's just you know I don't know how else to tell you how I feel. Like I I love this baseball team. I will always defend and and be all in on this team when I can. And for the first time in, in a long time, I was like, all right, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a little bit of a summer here. You know, I think the Angels are obviously reeling and they've lost uh, <laughs> eleven straight. But hey, like they still have talent. They still have talent. We've seen good teams come in to, to, to this ballpark who um, are in a bit of a downturn, and the Phillies will make them hot again. Um, so maybe they're riding off the, the firing of Girardi, but I just I looked at a team all weekend long that just felt like a weight was lifted off of their shoulders. And, you know, I think Joe's a nice guy, but I just had this sense that he wasn't that approachable. No one – like – I couldn't get past that for the last two weeks where his job's been on the line. No one came out and said, I am so with you on this. You brought this up guy. last time. I'm so with you. I think it says so much, Jack. And, you know, Thompson's talking about, by the way, it's Topper. I'm not doing the whole Topper thing. It, well, topper. it won the poll, so it's Topper. I, I, why you got to, like, not accept a loss when you have a loss? I mean, because I'm a true baseball guy, and as someone that has Topper been a of, is a great nickname. It's a terrible nickname. It doesn't even make any sense. Topper. Topper. Like, let's stop. I mean, it, you see Thompson, you think Topper. You don't think Topper. Okay. Topper. 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 No, but you know, he talks so much about communicating and being yep. around these guys, and they just looked like they were having so much fun in the dugout, and. For as much as I, th- I think that is young kids playing, having that little bit of energy, a little bit of jolt, I also don't think it, it – well, it certainly doesn't hurt, but I think there's something to be said. Kyle Schwarber starts off Friday night with a home run. Kyle Schwarber starts off Saturday with a ball off the wall. Um, like, he's gotten going a little bit, and having him at the top of the lineup, like, it just it, – it, it's hard not to have this feeling of, like, it's go time. Uh, June Schwarber might be the best June, player in baseball history. June Schwarber. We'll get more to Sh- June Schwarber. But I, I really totally agree with your points about Tom Thompson, a.k.a. Topper. I, look, I think that I, with Girardi and, you know, my old, you know, athletes are humans thing. And we've talked about this with this specific thing. But to all the points, I just it, they didn't seem like they were having fun playing Girardi to the point where Alex Coffey did an article in the Inquirer about it that we talked about where, again, like players, families who watch them play their whole lives or watch them and going and, wow, you guys really look like you're not enjoying this. Like, what? What's the deal here? And I think a lot of that comes from Girardi. And I was, as we talked about so many times, we hated the tactical in-game bullpen, you know, pitching management decisions he made. But the way bigger issue we had was all the the clubhouse stuff and the culture stuff. And it seems like, if nothing else, Topper is is loved. Like, throughout baseball and in that clubhouse and – 
I think that that to your point, it gave the guys kind of some freedom to have Girardi out, and it kind of made them feel like it's their team more. And you know, I, I think it was like the evident. Look, we'll see again how it plays out. You know, it's just a, a one weekend jolt. But you can't totally ignore the fact that they came out and looked like a completely different bay. It's not just playing young kids. It's the whole thing. And I just, I think it matters. Look, if you go back and listen to all the pods we did leading up to this, we talked so much about how we didn't feel like we could believe in this team until Girardi was gone. That Girardi was that big of an issue for us, for this team, from a culture perspective and from a managing the game perspective, that we felt... It was that big a hindrance on the team. And now he's gone and we see them look great for a weekend of baseball, including the, you know, one of the best wins they've had in the last, you know, decade or whatever it is, sadly, you know, five years, whatever you want to say. I don't know. You know, it's up there to, to have the double comeback like that, the walk off with the grand slam with Harper, like those moments. You know, it's up there. It is up there, especially to, you know, kind of sweep a, a team like that. So I don't know, Jack. I, I, I'm with you. It's one of those things where I understand if people wanted to say, hey, it's just a weekend and the Angels have lost 11 straight and, you know, whatever. And, and Schwarber's getting hot and, and all that. But I also don't think you can just ignore the fact that that they wanted Girardi gone. And Harper's comments afterwards that you pointed out last time on the pod, where you know it's like, it's, yeah, it's our fault, but it's also his fault. I mean, it, it. And your point just now about him not getting defended by one player, all these things. It's just, it just seems so clear that they were not happy playing for this guy, and they were not having fun playing for this guy. And if nothing else, for a weekend, it seems completely different. Well, and how about it? How about his comments today after the game? I mean, just just continuing like these little subtle shots of the manager. Um, I mean, I don't know for the, for the people who didn't see it. Uh, he, he said after the game, "I'm so happy for the kid, man. What an at bat! What a situation for him. Being able to put our trust in our young guys the last couple of days mm-hmm. and really just let them play. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been great, mm-hmm. and it paid off today, dude." James, can I can I just say something? I like, would I, love nothing I more, just, Jack. We have been freaking robbed of good baseball in this town because of that manager. Like again, I said it last time, and I'll say it again. Like I had never been the the manager of this, manager of that. He's costing his team wins. He's doing this. He's doing that until that guy started managing this baseball team. And just seeing the Harper quotes, seeing how they played this weekend. Like, what a waste of freaking time the last 250 games of our existence as Phillies fans have been. Like, what a utter waste of time with this guy as manager. I mean, it, they, it, it's it's so annoying having to watch him look dead post game. It's so annoying talking about just managing for September all the time. It, it, for, for, like, it was just so refreshing seeing Rob Thompson talk. It really was. It was like... This guy seems like a guy I want to play for. And, and also I, a guy who actually wanted to be there, maybe? A guy like that was emotional about being a manager for the first yeah. time. And in, 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 uh. he's been in baseball forever. Uh. And he finally gets this opportunity. And, like, man, I don't know how long it's going to last. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't. I, I want this to last for the rest of my life. I want the, Rob Thompson is the GOAT. But, I mean, he's never uh, lost. I'm he, just well, saying. It's hard he's to argue with facts. Lost. It's just – I just <laughs> – I feel like I got my baseball team back. I, I talked about that Friday, but I just I 
all weekend it was like oh my god like this is what could this is what it could be like all the time and and being able to win a game like that james you know for 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 a team that has struggled to figure out how to win in years past for them to be able to do that today I just hope that's something that gets instilled in them that we can do this more going forward. And we can, even if we're down, trust this offense to, to, to come back and, and win a ball game and, and putting them in a position to succeed. I, I, I hope that, you know, Stadi, this is kind of his welcome to the big leagues moment where it's like, I can, I can play here. I can mm-hmm. stick. And I know Camargo's hurt. I know Gene's hurt. I know Maton's hurt. But I, I just I, I want Bryson to play shortstop. I don't want to see Didi out there. I know it's probably not going to happen now because of the injuries. But like, I want to see Bryson go and, and play and, and get comfortable and stick there. I want to stick Bohm at third base. I'm glad he's fine after taking a bat to the jugular, um, which was <laughs> shocking wild. to see. Yeah, it was, it was It was insane. And I hope Moniak plays. Like, like, I think there's something to the kids being in this lineup. Um and I think just coming back and, and, and finding a way to win that game today, I, I, I know it can be fluky. I know home runs kind of just happen. But that's a kind of win that you hope can just instill a level of, uh, of confidence that, hey, we can do this more often. Yeah, well, I'm playing the young guys works both ways. Like, obviously, it can add a spark to a team for, for you know, them bringing some energy and some fire and all that. But it's also like these guys are never going to gain the confidence as players and hitters that they need if they don't get these opportunities. Like, like we just talked about, Bryson Stott, this could be a, a seminal day for him from a confidence as a Major League Baseball player perspective. And if he's not playing and he's not in the game and he's not, you know, pinch hit for or whatever in that situation, he doesn't get that opportunity. And and who knows if Joe Girardi were here. And you know, the same thing goes for all these other guys. They they need reps. They need opportunities to prove themselves and, and to show that they can or can't hang at the Major League level. And they need their manager to be confident in them. Like when you're Mickey Moniak the other night and you get pinch hit for with the bases loaded, for another left-handed hitter in Oduble, you know, what does that tell you about your manager's faith in you and his belief in you? Like, there are so many examples of that type of stuff. So I think this just matters across the board that then I think, you know, I hope it's something that continues with, with Topper, the, you know, belief in the young guys and giving them the chance and the confidence to to grow. And because and, to your point, it is important, especially with all the injuries, right? I mean, like they need these guys. Thought has to be good for them. You know, he has to be able to play. Boniak has to be able to play for them. They're going to, Maton hopefully isn't out long and he needs to come back and has to be able to play for them. And look, Bohm, not just, you know, Boma, a big day today with the bat, but also, you know, he got that rally going. If he doesn't get that hit there, and shout out to DD too, you know, both big hits there to get on base for stop. But um, I- I'm really with you. I think the young guys, but for both reasons, for their development and their opportunity and also the, their, the best version of them coming out as well as for the team right now. Well, yeah, and it's not even, I, just as we're talking, it's like, it's like if you're a big league player and you've done this for a good amount of time and you are a professional and a manager doesn't trust you enough to like know if you can pitch three days in a row mm-hmm. or it's these kind of point. scenarios. Like if you're a big league player, you're like, dude, what is this joke? I mean, seriously. Like if, if, if Cora Canable before the game last Tuesday night or two, two Tuesdays ago um, is like, give me the ball, I'm good. And the manager trusts you down. Like, wouldn't that just sit 
<laughs> like sit poorly with you. Totally. Like I'm an adult. I'm a I'm a big leaguer. I've done this for a couple of years, and yes, Canable has been uh, very very shaky and, and and frankly annoying. Um, but yeah, we're gonna if, get to more about Canable. Don't worry. Like, but if but if you if you're one of those guys and you're you've played long enough and your manager's like, no, I don't care that you you say you're good to go and totally. I don't have. Totally. It's basically saying like I don't have faith in you to do that. Like. Tomper in his first couple of days here has already been like, has already been like, no, I'm going to trust my guys. Like if, totally. if they tell me, if they tell me I'm good to go, I'm good to go. And he's, he's treating these guys like big leaguers. And I think that's important. I think that kind of sets a, a different tone in that clubhouse. And, um, it's like, he thought Gerardo was going to be the adult in the room, but I think it might've been the exact opposite. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. All right. I want to get to some specific things. Um, but uh, also quickly, uh, you know, I haven't gotten a chance on behalf of, you know, my good friend, John Middleton, I just want to say you're welcome to everyone for playing a role in making this happen. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure my conversation with John in at least some way factored in, you know what I mean? Right. So what, Gerardi getting fired? Yeah. I mean, I thought you were more, uh, advocating for the podcast slash Ani, um, I was, I, I was, but you know, I threw some subtle stuff out there, you know? Yeah. I mean, listen, you, uh, you once again are, put, are putting this fan base on your back. So <laughs> that is, uh, All it's right. good to see, you know, I'm proud All of you, buddy. Right. All right. Some specific things. You just mentioned him. Let's get to my number one thing. Um, because I have been like, I think it's very clear and we've talked about it quite a bit and there've been some guys who've pitched better, you know, Brad hands looked decent of late and some, you know, whatever, but Sir Anthony is the only guy we, we, the only elite guy in this bullpen right now, the only guy we really trust. I've been big on liking him in the high leverage spots and, you know, he can go in in the fifth inning or the eighth inning or whatever and give you, you know, I don't love the wraparound thing, but he can do it and all that type of stuff. But, um, you know, Knable is rough right now, man. And, you know, I don't know if it, you know, Sir Anthony is definitely the best pitcher in this bullpen. And if you're of the opinion that the best pitcher in the bullpen should be the closer, then he should probably be the closer. Where do you say on the whole Sir Anthony closer thing, Knable thing in general? Well, I'm usually not. You know, I, I would love to be able to say, okay, uh, Sir Anthony, you're my fireman. I, I'm going to bring you in the sixth, seventh, eighth, uh, whenever we need um, a rally killed. But the fact of the matter is, is we both know that the toughest three outs in any baseball game is the final three. And especially for this Phillies team, especially in the for last this, few this years. Yeah. Yes. So I listen, I, I, I wish it wasn't the scenario. I yeah. think Sir Anthony has a ton of uh, uh, flexibility to pitch whenever, but I need him closing games at this point. Like, I, I, know. I, I need him back there. I need him to just close it and be done with it. And because, yep. man, I need a good afternoon, good night uh, or good morning, good afternoon, good night, kind of ninth inning. And Sir Anthony is just he's pitching at an insane insane level right now. He's I awesome. Mean, it's 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 97 with two seam run, cut run, like it's 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 unbelievable. Um he's also like just messed around with a changeup at 90 and a slider. It's like god. What is this? Um so yeah, I'm putting Sir Anthony back there and hey, maybe Canable can kind of settle into a role as a as a fireman in a way. And, and maybe, Hey, down the road, if he can go back to closing, that's fine. But the best thing for this baseball team is putting Sir Anthony in the, in the closer position and just at least locking that down, getting those three outs done. And it's crazy, James. I mean, Brad hands ERA is like one, one, seven. 
Now it's somewhat misleading. Uh, he's been yeah, better lately, a lot but of he's definitely runners. yeah. He's left a fair amount of inherited runners, but he's cut down on that recently too. He's been good lately. Like, um, I don't trust Brad Hand, but if you know, sadly, if you ask me, who do I trust the most after Sir Anthony in the bullpen? I'd probably say Brad Hand. Wow, that's uh, that's not a great <laughs> spot to be in. No, hey, buddy. Hey, real oh, well, quick. that's a real quick, real quick. I a hundred percent agree with you. You nailed it. Like, I feel exactly the same way. I don't want him to be the closer, but he has to be the closer, or go trade for a closer, like we've talked about. Like, give up something for David Bednar or whatever, and get someone who's who's just freaking awesome and bring them in, and and let's not worry about this for the next three, four years or whatever. But uh, I agree. Right now, Sir Anthony's the guy who has to be there. Go ahead. What were you saying? Would love Bednar, but I mean, like five years uh, yeah, of control. Yeah, so. yeah uh, an example. Anybody, like bring in someone who could be your closer who's on a cost control contract for a couple of years and just shut it down. How about our guy, Tomper, um, using Jerris Familia in a non-high leverage situation? Thank today. you. Uh, oh, it, my gosh. I'm so How about just having your – and that's the thing is we're joking and all, but like we're not joking at all about the culture thing. But I also do think that, you know, and granted, it was a good weekend and they won the games, but it just felt like it wasn't overmanaged. It felt like it wasn't, you know, all the decisions just made sense. It was like, oh, yeah, this guy in this spot. Sure. I think this makes some sense. You know, maybe there was one or two things you could quibble with, but it just felt so refreshing not to be, you know, freaking out over so many decisions each game. It's crazy. It was really noticeable, Jack. Well, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I know it sounds innocuous, but Brad Hand coming in in the seventh on Saturday rather than later in the game, but he knew he had Otani up third that inning, and worst-case scenario was like they have runners on, a runner on first base or whatever, but he still have a lefty lefty matchup, and then he has to get out Trout, and then he has another lefty-lefty matchup. So it's kind of just limiting the damage, It's especially when Hand is pretty much their only lefty in the bullpen right now. I know Chris Ancher has pitched today, but – um, pretty much Brad Hands are only lefty option out of the only bullpen. Only high leverage lefty for sure. Right. Is the point. And in, in most cases, traditionally, they'd be like, oh, no, save him for the eighth or whatever. I think deploying him in the seventh uh, last night and, and just trusting him to kind of get those outs there was big as well. So um, it, it, I, it is funny. It's like I watched the game this week, and I was like, oh, what a normally managed baseball game. Like, what's just the A, B, C, D, this makes sense good job this is how it should have been all year long and again it's just it, it feels like we wasted uh 50 some games this year um having joe girardi continue to be his manager so um yeah just uh just a, a refreshing weekend all around for our baseball team james all right we've gone long enough go ahead june schwarber Oh, my God. I mean, oh, are we going to hear about his average over and over and over again and how much of a disaster strikeout, yada, yada, yada? I mean, how about Schwarby, man? I mean, <laughs> it's just it's just tanks on tanks on tanks. He is... The power is so effortless. You know, when he gets one, it really... Like, it almost doesn't even look like he's trying to hit it hard, and it just explodes. Yeah, and I, I, I just hope that, you know, next year when he's still around and... I hope that everyone's just like, all right, he's a slow starter. He'll figure it out. (laughs) Everyone's going to be very calm and and take things one day at a time when it comes to Schwarber. But um, I will say, like, uh, experiencing June Schwarber for the first time, uh, you know, as as fans of the team that that he's on at the moment, 
It is. It is a spectacle. It's and thrilling. It's can't miss at bats. Well, you know, I mean, like there Harper. was no. It's like Harper is the only thing we've had where you're like, I can't miss when he comes up to the plate, no matter what. Schwarber right now kind of feels like that. There was no doubt in my mind that if Stott walked, that I thought Schwarber was it. Well, that's why I wanted him to walk, and I'm sorry, Bryson. I doubted you. I was wrong, but I, I, I wanted him to walk. When it was 3-0, I was like, thank God, like just walk, and then it was a strike, and then it was a foul, and I was like, ah, man, I really just want to walk here. I don't trust anything else, and then, you know, boom. Oh, by the way, shout out to Joe Madden for pulling his closer. Oh, I know, dude. I, I meant to bring that up. Just... Unbelievable. Joe Madden, just a uh, man, really gone off the deep end as a manager. That guy stinks. I he's mean, he's horrible. His he's managing, a, 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 like a really, but he's like Joe Girardi. Though he, his managing in the 2016 World Series was the worst I've ever seen. Um, like Showalter not putting in Britain was something, but yeah, that was pretty epic. But Madden, I mean, Madden in 2016, like Game 7, was just uh, some of the worst managing I've ever seen. And then pulling his closer today was uh, just one of the most absurd decisions I've seen on a baseball field, along with, like, a bunch of things that Dave Roberts has done over the years. But, um, no, so, um, like, Schwarber, I think for as much – I brought this up earlier, but I think for as much as the young kids have definitely ignited this team a little bit, I think having that guy at the top of the lineup, and he seems like such a – he seems like the emotional leader of this team in a way, and I think it's hard to lead in that way when you're batting 185 or whatever. So, But the fact that he's kind of starting to put it on a show a little bit and and prove that, no, I am still Kyle freaking Schwarber, um, I think it gives him confidence, and I think it just – it really just sets the table for the entire uh, lineup, you know. Um, if he's going out there thumping balls off the wall or or hitting balls out and and coming up with with big hits late in games, like he should have had another homer today. He should have had three homers on Friday. Like like he is. It's it's pretty ridiculous to watch, man. Yeah, it's uh, again, and it, and it feels effortless. And every time it feels like he's gonna hit a home run, it's really. It's awesome. Um, all right. Uh, anything? I have a I have a hypothetical I want to throw at you that someone threw at me, and I want to see what you think. But anything else? Just um, either you know from the lineup or from you know Eflin was great. You know, not a lot of pressure on him because they got out early. But Eflin was great. Wheeler really good. Uh, obviously, Gibby got beat up today, but but they you know came back. Ooh. There's my uh, my phone. How about that, Jack? That was uh, highlights right there. Well, are you uh, watching some? Are you watching some? No, I was. I had the box score up, and I must have hit the thing. Anyway, um, anyway, uh, point being, uh, before the hypothetical, um, anything else kind of stand out to you from the series? Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, like, all right. So, a couple things. Did. Did I need to know if if Bryson Stott's follow through today reminded you of any ex Philly? And let me know if it came to mind. Yeah. Um, are you talking about on the Homer? On the Homer, yes, yes. It did. So you know I'm really bad at these. I know. But, I know you. But are. I'm I sorry. Will I'm say, sorry for putting you on okay, the spot. It's okay. It's okay. What I will say is, while I can't quite place it, it did look familiar to me. You know, it that, did. It did yeah, look familiar. Yeah, to you. and I can't. I don't know what was it. Mm. Give it to me. All right. Tell me if Bryson Stott's follow through today on his walk off home run did not look like Bobby Abreu. I could see that, dude. I like I could see that. There you go. 
same little thing at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. I was Love thinking of Banyas, but I was like, it's not a Banyas. Abreu, I like that. Um, you're my, you're the king of these. I would never doubt you on these anyway. Uh, Kyle Gibson's ERA in fourth innings is eight point three three. Seems seems bad. Um, he is man. When runners get on base, it's it's pretty frustrating. I feel like he can never just like put guys away, and it feels like it always snowballs. Um, whenever runners get on first base, um, like the biggest thing we've been robbed of, James, in the last ten plus years of of playoffless baseball, in my honest opinion, is just goaded Fransky calls. I, I mean, oh, how calls, much did he crush it today, dude? Like some of the best all-time Francie calls. I gotta oh, be honest, like dude, the least, stock call was just fire. I mean, the price thing is like, and Bryce, he did yeah. do it. Yeah, oh. they were both just amazing. I'm so with you. Um, and my final thing for and now, and for what it's worth, T Max call of the stock homer was amazing too. Oh yeah, no, I actually yeah, T Max, T Max getting hot with the uh, yeah. with the with the big calls. Yeah. Um, all right, last thing before I think of something else to end the podcast with. But, um, uh, you know, I would just like to say that I, I, I hope Mike Trout is happy. You know, I, I wonder if he's sitting there in center field. Love this. As, as Harper's hitting one 440-plus feet this. into the right field seat. What a good take. Well, and I'm just hoping. I'm just hoping that as he's seeing the fan base that he turned his back on, um, just expressing – Pure jubilation for our guy, Philly guy, Bryce Harper. Um, I hope in center field there was a little bit of like, man, what did I turn my back on? What did I leave behind? Why couldn't I have been a part of this? And, you know, it's a real shame seeing him bat 100 in his career at Citizens Bank Park. I love um, this. this. No is hits. Just- Really good stuff. No um, hits at all. Uh, so it, good. It, all series long, um, and just getting swept out. I hope you're happy with your, <laughs> this, this with, your is, with your with your eleven great. eleven straight losses. Your Angels are now under five hundred, and I hope that as you saw Bryson Stott hit that home run, I, I really hope there was a little part of you that was like, man. This could have been me, and I could have been here with Bryce dominating baseball, but instead I chose to be in L.A. for the rest of my life and not win anything. So um, I hope Mike Trout's happy. Congratulations on the minor standing O's, and congratulations on having your your Eagles tickets. That's adorable. Um, I'm over here winning baseball games and about to win, uh, uh, about to make the wild card. So, um Big, big, big weekend for for that side of the brand, for sure. Love it. This is, uh, I loved everything about that. Um, Really well done. It's funny because it does, in a way, lead into my hypothetical that I'm going to give you. Also, by the way, super annoying just watching the the Angels games because, like, you know, the red helmets and stuff, every time you always have to kind of do a double take and be like, wait, the Phillies aren't bad. You know, it's just annoying. And, 11 straight losses. Can you imagine? Like, was there, we always joke about the Angels being the, the Phillies of the West of the American League, so to speak, and all that. Um, and man, what a Phillies day it was today for the Angels. The, you know, to lose your 11th straight game like that is just pure Phillies. I mean, how, I mean, no, I that, really, I felt like I was looking in the mirror. I know, I like, know. I it's like, like, I've it been folks, there. 
evokes exactly the spirit of what our last decade has been. So congratulations to them for that. All right, I'm going to get to my hypothetical in one sec. Reminder, ring the bell night coming up this upcoming Saturday. There's going to be uh, opportunities on WIP all week to win tickets. There'll be spots to go to win tickets. And if not, you can just buy tickets because we're going to be there. We're going to be hanging out in the Miller Lite. Uh, area. It is the game against the Arizona Diamondbacks, 405. We're actually going to be there earlier at like 235 in the Liberty Landing, uh, Miller Lite Liberty Landing area. So um, come check us out. Come hang out. We had a blast last time. We basically just hung out there the whole time and met a bunch of people. So if you're around, come out. It's going to be awesome because um, we love Miller Lite. We'll be drinking Miller Lights, you know, because Miller Lite rocks. Official partner of the Philadelphia Phillies, Jack. Did you know that? And hashtag Miller Lite for Phil's wins. How about is, it? We're getting it going. You know, you, you know, your boy here has not missed one yet. I'm just saying. Well, no, you missed the first like two, and then I said, "Hey, can you do this?" And then you're like, "Oh, fine." I well, be I don't, rem- I don't, I don't remember that, but I've done it ever since. <laughs> um, yeah, and you didn't the they lose but... the first two games? You know, I don't have to do if they lose. It's Miller Lite for Phil's wins. I know. I know. Relax, relax. Yeah, be, be, be I don't right. think I missed anything. I feel like you're you're painting me with a, uh, a uh, you know. An unfair brush here. I'm just but saying. here's the thing. Here's the thing about High Hopes Night mm-hmm. is that we got a baseball team again. And hey. it's the Rob Thompson era. And honestly, I think it's going to be a, a, like way better vibes than if we were going into it um, in the Joe Girardi era. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, hopefully, I mean, our, our baseball team is back. And, you know, hopefully we get some, uh, some, some special little moments. Honestly, so they go to Milwaukee. And then it's like I know, buddy. And also the second half after the All Star break, it is the schedule's easy. That I, like I was saying, I, I don't. I've said it to you. I've, I've definitely said it the pop points. But if you, if if you want the single biggest reason for optimism for this team, it's the schedule. I mean, it's it's super easy. I mean, they haven't played the Nationals yet. The Nationals are by far the worst team in the division. One of the worst teams in the National League. And they got 19 games against them. They haven't played them yet. So I- I'm with you, Jack. I think the schedule is a reason to actually feel some optimism. Well, I think the fo- next four series are Marlins, D-backs, yep. someone- Nationals, Rangers. So that's the next four, um, which is, I mean, come on. If there's any ever any time to, to go, go on a run, it's now. on a run. Yes. Please. Yes. Please. And, hey, only four games under 500. By the, by the time that we get to High Hopes Night on Saturday night, are they at 500 or over 500? <laughs> only two options. Sorry. I'll go at 500 if those are my two wow. choices. Wow. <laughs> you, you hate the Phillies. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Here's my hypothetical. <laughs> Uh, buddy Casey sent it to me. Um, okay. So, and is, we have to divorce ourselves from our fandom for this. This is not a Phillies exercise. This is a, in a vacuum, we are starting a baseball league over with all the players in the league right now. And we're starting teams and you have, we're back to back in the draft and the top two players on the board are Bryce Harper and Mike Trout today in their career, you know, Harper about, you know, a year and a couple months younger, obviously Trout more successful, but it's had some injuries lately. Harper, the elbow thing. Now who are you taking to start your team? Taking out the fillet. We love Bryce, but like if we're, you, you, you know, you always pride yourself on being a baseball man outside of just a Phillies fan. And you are as a baseball man. Honest answer, 
Trotter Harper. So I don't take this. Uh, obviously, I don't take this lightly at all. I know you don't. Um, I know very, you don't. I wouldn't ask serious, it if I thought you would. So serious question. Yeah. Um, but I do know this is that, um, especially if I'm playing the games in Citizens Bank Park and Mike Trout cannot hit in Citizens Bank <laughs> Park because he can't handle he can't handle the pressure of playing in Philadelphia. Correct answer. Um, Yes. I am taking Bryce Harper. I think Bryce is legitimately the best hitter on the planet, which yeah. is a wild, wild place to be at. And um, Juan Soto, I, I think, is the only guy I would put at, man, with Juan Harper. Soto, Juan, right Soto, Juan Soto is obviously washed. Pay attention. <laughs> um, no, but uh, real quick before we get out of here, it's just, man, like I, I've mentioned this before. But Bryce is, is our guy now, you know, like he's he's doing things that that uh, that Howard Utley Rollins like like those guys that we love. Oh, yeah. Buddy. Dearly. Like he's literally. got moments. He's got mo. He's got exactly. he's got hardware. He's got moments. Jack, what's left? What do we need now for Bryce Harper? Maybe a playoff appearance. Playoff maybe. moments, man. Like that's the next step. He's got the the other stuff. And as you've said many times, he's gonna go into the Hall of Fame someday wearing a Phillies cap. Like, like, let's freaking get this dude to the playoffs. Okay. Can we see Bryce Harper play in a Phillies uniform in the playoffs? I feel like this is like long overdue. Obviously the Phillies in the playoffs is long, long overdue, but come on guys, let's go. Yep. But man. What a start to it. Um, and I just, uh, it's almost praying at this point. I feel like I'm the kid uh, before the, the start home run, but I'm just praying that this is the, the sustained run that we've, we've borderline begged for. And today, again, was one of those, like it was one of the best sports days of my life. I know it's a regular season game against the Angels, and I, and I get it, but the, the Harper home run was, was out of nowhere. The start walk off, like, it's a special day, and uh, I'm glad we did this tonight. I'm glad that um, we're able to kind of revel in the glory that is our current state of Phillies fandom. And uh, man, I just I, I really hope that this is something that can that can truly jumpstart this team. And and shout out the Tomper, the only nickname of Rob Thompson. And uh, just if he maybe he'll be undefeated for his entire career as Phillies manager. I don't know, but uh, what a what a magical day and. Uh, you know, let's go to Milwaukee and take two or three. I love it. Love everything you said, except it's Topper, not Tomper. Uh, final thoughts, Fritzy. My final thought is that, um, I don't know. I feel like I just gave like four or five. It was good because I actually have a final thought. So I'll just go with mine. This <laughs> is perfect. You did. You gave like, it was like a Lord of the Rings Return of the King where it was like 10 endings at the end of the movie. Okay. Um, my final thought. And I am... A hundred percent positive. I am speaking not just for me, but also for all of High Hopes Nation. Everyone listening to this podcast, everyone who cares this podcast. It's nice to hear you happy about the Phillies, buddy. Felt like we were in a dark place there for a bit, and and uh, I think we we count on you to bring the the happiness and the joy out of this team. And feels like you're back, buddy. I'm I'm pretty excited. Oh, listen, I am so back that I can't wait to be heartbroken when they inevitably <laughs> let me down. Um, but yeah, no, it's like now I'm back to the point where like, get me to 705, get me to four. Like love I just, uh, I love them. I, I love them. And, and actually real final thought, 
How I mean, just seeing the ballpark full this weekend was was almost brought tears to my eyes. And shout out to uh, Dave, our guy, UK Phillies. Good seeing him over the weekend. Yeah, and what what luck he had, huh? Seriously, seriously. Yeah. So I, I met. I mean, it'd so be many nice people. if he ever invited me on his podcast. He's had you on like fifteen times, but no biggie. Yeah, no, you should. This sounds like a, a public call out. Which I, w- I, w- I would be honored. I love it. I love yeah. British people. I'm in general a big fan of the Brits. I'm an Anglophile, Jack. Wow, that's like that's, that? a, that's a shocking revelation. Yeah, you like um, that. But uh, what was I gonna say? Oh no, it was yeah, a you were saying weekend. it. No, it was a beautiful weekend. A lot of people down at the ballpark, which is good to see. And uh, shout out to everyone that came up and uh, you know said said hi. That was cool. Um, you know, it was. It, oh, it was you said it so like that was adorable. You're like, it was cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I'm trying to decide if I want to tell it. you. I, Loved I'm it. Trying to, I'm trying to decide if I want to say the line that I texted you. Probably. I don't know. I don't know. It was good to feel like the Beatles for one. Night. <laughs> like it was. Oh, all right, we're definitely done now. Yep. Yep. Jackie McCartney. Oh, God. All right, we'll be back later in the week. Ring the bell pod. Check it out. WIP, or ring the bell game. Check it out. Tickets on WIP Miller Light. Uh, celebrate responsibly. It's Miller time. Um, and uh, topper, baby. Topper, Jack. He's Fritz himself, so we'll see you later.